0: What's up, y'all? It's your boy, Vulnerable Truth. Um, first thing first, I want to start start back doing my podcast. It's been almost two years since I did anything with it, <clears throat> but I feel like right now we have a need. For more... Voices. Like... It don't really have to necessarily be... More positive voices. Even though we always need that. But more voices that's not... Going toward... A political agenda. Or... A personal bias. We need more voices that... That... that that speak from their heart and take their own feelings out of it, you know, and actually look at the bigger picture. Right now, it seems like we have more division in this country than I've ever seen before. Granted, I grew up in Chicago most of my life, But it's not even division that that need to be had. You know it's, it's personal, intentional division, you know, with one side blaming others. One thing that I was hoping for with the pandemic was um, that it would bring everyone closer together since that was the one thing. That in my lifetime that I can see that we were all going through together. And it seemed like it only got worse. But you can see the true colors of people coming out. It's like school boards became the main place of attack. And I have no problem with people that want to speak against masks. But I do have a problem when people want to speak against masks and try to make it seem like it's good for everyone's child when they're only thinking about their own. They're not thinking about the people that's in the classroom with them the The educators, the building staff it's like those agendas as adults, we should have grown from, but it's been an echo chamber for almost as long as the pandemic's been going on, and it it's just too much political thinking. Involved in everything, and there's not enough like actual thinking. When I mean, you can go to a school board meeting or, you know, just hear a, a group of people talk, and people literally get up and say almost the same thing that the person before that before them said. You know that. That's not speaking from your heart, in my opinion is not you know that's that's speaking from the same place the last person spoke from, which is probably a place that someone before them spoke from, and I struggle with that because I don't understand it. you know this the world is bigger than me and as much as as much as I love my opinion, my values of life, you know I, I do know that everyone's values or opinions won't be the be the same as mine, and you know that's okay with me, but you can see the aggression and the rage, and you can hear about school board members being threatened and teachers being threatened and Communities, community members being negative with the same people that's teaching their kids. But not many people actually sit and think about what we're asking teachers to do. You know, our kids are with them most of the, well, maybe not most of the day, but uh large part of the day and for five days a week it's like if you really can't trust your child to be with that teacher to keep them safe but not only your child but every other child why even bother and have your child in that school you know and Another thing that I'm seeing is creative problems, which means is not really problems that are existent, you know, like, let's take CRT. People will swear up and down that it's in the school districts. Now, mind you, CRT is, is, is a theory. Is not nothing that was presented as facts. But if we are really looking at CRT and being honest about it, it's like what part in CRT that that's an actual problem? You know, if people really looked at the country with a clear lens, open mind, you know, they would see more problems than the ones that they are creating. You know, around Minnesota, we have people going around just about everywhere talking about CRT. And the problem with that is, well, I guess it's not a problem for them, but if you want, if you want to create a message, why speak to only a group of people that feels the same way that you do? It's like if you want to create a message, an actual message, why not have it be something that's heartfelt that people could agree with, or even think about. We have a lot of people that refuse to believe racism exists. That's one of the biggest problems in this country. And there have always been. And the only way we could change it is by being honest about it. And looking at how far it goes back. Looking at the systems that were created off of it. And be honest about the systems that's still going off of it. It's like you'll hear people defend when black people are killed. You and him defend it over and over and over again. But they won't speak the same message when it's something on their side. Like with January 6th. It's like so many people in this country thought that that was actually okay. But feel like if I do a BLM protest then that's the problem. The two situations are completely different. And one that cause trouble just because you feel like your voice or your opinion matters more than anyone else's, that's different than me going out and protesting or speaking against People being killed. Almost half the country changed their support for law enforcement on January 6th. All of a sudden, law enforcement at the Capitol became the problem. And that only shows the bigger problem. People refuse to hold themselves accountable. It's always easier to to point the finger at somebody else and not deal with your own shit, but that's not growth. That's not being an adult. That's not leading by example. And the aggression that comes with people wanting their way is ridiculous the lengths that people go to to seem fearful or not really fearful, but to make everyone else fearful. not many times did I see um a group of men or a man yelling at another man because of whatever he felt. But it was so many instances where men would be overly aggressive with women and be super okay with it. People see what they want to see. They hear what they want to hear. But the moment they speak about certain things... It's like they intentionally ignore the hypocrite that they're showing to others. And it's intentional because they don't care. They, Their voice, their voices, their thoughts, their opinions, or what they feel should or should not be done means more than anyone else. A lot of times when I speak up about black people being killed at the hands of law enforcement or community members because they are attacked because of the color of their skin or when judgments aren't as they should be Because the victim was. A person of color. No people would like to bring up. um, Black on black crime. And that's fine. I mean if they really meant it. But they don't. They bring it up as a rebuttal. And this. I have no problem with people bringing up black-on-black black crime because it exists. It's a problem. It's a big problem. But I'm the one that that's trying to create something for me to, to get into the inner cities and, and talk to community leaders or other activists or the people on the streets. But I'm also the same person that's out here in the suburbs fighting racism which people tell me don't exist. One thing I will not do is be quiet. I'm from Chicago, so the stuff I see in, in inner cities with black-on-black crime, it, it bothers the hell out of me. And I would be lying if I if I said that it didn't. It does. It, it bothers the hell out of me. It's too many kids being killed. There's too many... Parents burying kids and there's too many kids dying for nothing. And I also relate somewhat relate that to what goes on in the suburbs. I mean, people may not get killed as much as they do in the inner cities. But when you disagree with someone politically, they will try to like, kill your livelihood. And if, let's say that's, that's successful, what does that person have left? If you damage everything that they've worked for, enough people hear you and agree with you, You literally take that soul from that person, which to me is almost the same thing. But people in the suburbs also expect to be held to a different standard. They don't feel like they need to fix what's in their backyard first. They feel like they need to tell a neighbor what's wrong in their backyard. It's too many people not looking at self. And that's usually where the problem starts. Especially when there's so many problems that you have. If you have so many problems with almost everything, but you're also afraid of everything, the problem might not be outside of your own house. More times than not, that problem is within you. But people are afraid to do that work. They're afraid to make themselves better. So they create narratives and they roll with it. We hear about sports events that's having racist incidents. Communities that's targeting people of color. And they feel like they're in their God-given right to do that. Unless it happens to them. The slightest thing can happen to them and it's more important than whatever you have going on and you need to listen to them, not continue your own fight. People don't want to look and acknowledge like the history of this country. It's not a good one. I mean, it may, not, it may not be all bad, but it's definitely not a good one. And that unwillingness to, to look at the past and, and fix the wrongs, the atrocities, it allows it to continue. is why we still have so much racism in almost every part of our country. There's no compassion. There's not enough love. And one thing that do get out of my skin is, is people talking about Christians. I'm a Christian. And I think our versions of the Bible were different. Definitely our pastors were different. The things we learn were different. But I don't understand how someone can bring up something that's supposed to be holy, pure, and destroy it. I literally don't feel like it. There's nothing about me that's so much better than anyone else. I've done a lot of wrong in my life, I made a lot of mistakes, but I've also learned from those mistakes, and I work to get better every day, every day. I don't know what it'll take for us to wake up as a country and... Like the Bible say, love our neighbors as we love ourselves. Treat our mothers and fathers with the respect that they deserve. Instead, we gotta mean more than anyone else. Racism is my fight. But also what goes on in Places like Chicago, that's another fight of mine. So when people bring up black on black crime, I'll tell them like you're more than welcome to come to the city with me and speak your mind or or be a part of the solution and not always bringing up problems. Somewhere along the line, I don't even know if we have ever had it. Being a part of the solution was not a thing. It's just bring up every problem that you feel like you can bring up or every problem that you see. And it's supposed to become everyone's problem. And that's, it, that's not how life works. It's not how life works at all. And I'm not saying it's like I'm perfect or anything because I have my moments as well. But we have to look at the country as a whole from beginning to present and establish and be honest about things that's going on in the beginning that that still continues today it's like you don't get rid of racism by not talking about it you don't get rid of racism by getting rid of the word you get rid of the word racism then what do you have to call racist acts or racist people It doesn't solve a problem. It actually creates more of a problem. When I hear about um, racist things at sporting events, and you get people that say, oh, so we should just punish the whole team or we should punish the whole school. Like, first of all, why would anybody feel like they're being punished if someone on that team was being harmed or targeted with racism. It's like, y'all don't want to stand by that person. Instead, you wanna make it about yourself and how you feel like you're being punished when those racist incidents are way more impactful then you missing a sporting event. When the NFL started, decided to play the Black National Anthem, people called it racist, which is literally impossible. Racism don't work that way because somebody called it black. That doesn't make things racist. There has to be something directed at a people. And the black national anthem, it isn't. Lift every voice and sing. Every voice. So they was upset and talked about we only have one national anthem. Which is actually way more racist than the black national anthem. From creator to the missing words that are in there anymore. But that's the national anthem that we're supposed to be so proud to have. It's like things like that don't make sense. Today I put on Facebook that the world, (laughs) the conversations and and the, the narratives are literally getting dumber as time goes on. And they are. People create problems. They show the aggression or anger that they say I'm supposed to have. But still I can be looked at as the problem. That makes no sense. We had a... Um, I wouldn't really call it a fight or a scuffle, but we had a situation at one of the school board meetings here back in September. And people clapped when the wrong person was taken out of the room. Because his thoughts didn't align with theirs. That's crazy. But If the shoe's on the other foot, if I was being aggressive to the people in the room, the other people in the room, I would still be looked at as the problem, which is fine for me. Like I don't care what people think about me, especially if they're not willing to sit down and have a conversation or actually listen to what I'm saying have your problem all that you want because that problem will never be my problem. And you'll be more bothered by me than I ever will be of you. But because I was able to change so much of my life and things that I learned growing up in Chicago, you know, I always had that hope that people can change. I always had a hope that people will change, that people will be more honest, people will be more unbiased or less selfish and more selfless. And right now, that's, that's not reality. I don't even know if it ever will be. But I'm um, going to start getting back into my podcast. I want to. I really do. And it's actually a way for me to get things off my chest. And if people resonate with it, then I'm more than happy about that. I'm okay if you criticize it. But it still won't change how I feel unless you're bringing something substantial to the table that make me look at what I'm doing in a different way. For the last three years, most of the conversations I had in the community, I had alone. I didn't have a group of people with me. I didn't need to take a a group of people with me. I didn't need to take firearms with me to make it seem like I should, (laughs) like I should, like I'm more convincing. When people act that way, it shows their own fear. It shows their own fear. But you don't see many people that attack school boards or school districts. You don't see those same people going into the district to, to see where they can help out. You no, know, instead they want what's best for their child to be best for my child. My kids wore masks. They where I'm running track at work chill eating. But those are my kids. You know, I, I can't expect everyone's kids to be raised like mine or everyone's kids to be as healthy as my kids are. You know, that's that's just not reality. To me, it don't matter what we lose a child from. If it's one, it's one too many. And we got to look at those situations as if it could be one of our own kids, because it literally can be. And I don't want to see nobody, parents go through anything with that child especially death but everything is so politicized lately and I haven't paid attention to politics a lot but it's what I see now it's a political narrative it's not even a personal narrative and that's why you have so many, so many people that, that come out and say the exact same thing as someone else. Even if you give me information, I still have to be confident in what I say about that situation so I will do my own research. And whether my opinion changes After I do my own research, or if it stays the same, it it don't matter. But people need to do more of that. It's like stop saying the same things over and over. Stop bringing up problems that don't exist. Instead of wanting to look good for your political party, step out on your own. You know, get in your own head, get in your own feelings, and see how you feel about it. That way we wouldn't have so many people saying the same thing across the country. One narrative at a time. You get people that want to ban books, but want to keep their guns. They don't want to ban all books. They want to ban books that's not convenient for them. And I said it before, if my kids was old enough to go through racism, then they kids definitely old enough to talk about it. if people wasn't racist and didn't teach racism to their families, we wouldn't be in this situation. And it's funny that those same people also try to condemn BLM while speaking on Martin Luther King Jr. Like if he was alive today, there would be something different that he doing. That his fight wouldn't still be his fight. Granted, most of these people don't even know much about Martin Luther King. His speeches, his life, nothing. But the intentional ignorance stops them from getting that education. On their own. We got to do better, man. We definitely have to do better. It's the wrong message, it's the wrong examples that we're sending to children. You know, we as adults can be productive citizens. We don't care if our kids aren't productive citizens. But we want your kids to be productive citizens. We definitely need to do better. Like, the kids deserve it. They, We owe it to them to make it better. Just like, I feel like in, in Chicago it's, it's up to us to... Try to stop what happens. The killings. There's not a president. Or politician. That's in the White House. Or at the state level. That's going to support. Anybody the way that. That person supports them. Everybody talks a good game. during campaigns. And then it's gone when the campaigns are done. But it just shows the problem. It does. But I'm going to get out y'all. Yeah. I'm going to get out y'all. Yeah. been 35 minutes. But from one neighbor to the next, we got to try and do better with each other. We have to be more open to listen to what our neighbor's going through. Then maybe we can help them get over it and vice versa. The way we're going, it'll never become that. But I hope everybody is off to a good start and healthy, all that good stuff. But we got to look at the bigger picture. We have to look at things like all across the board. We can't just get tunnel vision and continue to drag that same speech or thought process over and over and over again. We're supposed to be getting better. We're supposed to be learning. We're supposed to make mistakes. And... Right now, no one even really cares if they make a mistake. Because it's not their fault that they made a mistake. It's crazy. But y'all enjoy y'all Sunday. Hopefully somebody cooking some food, some greens or something. And enjoying their families. I would love to see everyone happy and and healthy and I don't know, just going on with life how life should be. If we got rid of politics, there'd be so many lost people in this country. They literally would not know what to do because there is no narrative for them to drive. There is no problem that's being created that everybody, well, a lot of people across the country can have the exact. Same problem. In the midst of a pandemic when that problem should be all our problems. It affects families different. It affects people different. But we should be compassionate enough to care about the ones that's being hit the hardest or the one that's having the worst times with it or the ones that die behind it. there should be no reason for anybody to talk about masks or anything when children have lost their lives to uh, COVID. It's like we don't get to make that decision to put everyone else in danger. We shouldn't. But we gotta do better. We have to do better. Imagine how much better we can be with each other. And it's so divided as a country right now. It's ridiculous. It's so ridiculous. But I'm going to keep having my conversation. Talking about racism and mental health as well. You know, it's not, that's not something that we talk enough about. Everybody who has mental health problems should know a resource, an outlet, but I'm going to work on getting out another podcast next week, yeah, stay safe, stay healthy, look out for your neighbors, Everybody's not out to do harm to anyone's kids. But there's no one that I know or no one that I've even heard speak that can say with COVID what was more effective or not, what could be more effective or not. Like nobody knows. Nobody knows. Taking a step back and looking at everything helps. And that's how it should be. And if ain't fact nobody told you today that they love you, they respect you. They want you to be healthy. They want you to prosper. I'm telling you. And I actually mean it. I would love to see everybody doing good. But also, I would love to see more people having conversations or growing relationships. We got a long way to go, y'all. A long way to go. And I'm hopeful that, well, I'm confident that we'll get there. You know, we will. This is going to take some time. The one thing you can never get back is time. And for us to be strong as a country is going to take so much time. So much wasted time. We got to start thinking about things and people other than ourselves. We have to take ourselves off the pedestal that we created. And maybe get that pedestal to somebody else. Build somebody else up. Make somebody else's day. But y'all be smooth, this your boy Vulnerable Truth. And yeah, man, I'm going to try and be on it at least once a week. Y'all be safe. Appreciate y'all. I really do. Anybody that listen, I appreciate you so much.